0: Hello, Paul speaking. Hello, Paul. <coughs> yeah. How are you? Good, mate. How are you? Yeah, good, thanks. Where's well, your day going? bit busy. Mate, it's a it's a crazy day with um, employing a new editor, so we're inducting her. Mm-hmm. One of our machines uh, conveniently went down, so I had to run down to the computer shop. It's just one of those yep. days, you know? Yeah. Ah, well, you only get better. It's true, isn't it? Yeah. It's it's better already now that I'm talking to you, Paul.
1: Please stop blushing over here. You can't (laughs) see it, but.
0: (laughs) Oh, good look. Thanks, uh, thanks for uh, doing this. Really appreciate it. No, no worries. My pleasure. So, really, uh, what we're doing is a series of podcasts. And, uh, you know, uh, we have been shooting weddings for a long time, so we, we do know weddings. But, of course, <clears throat> you know, we don't know every role, and that's why we're reaching out to professionals like you, mate. Sure, sure. Sounds good. So um, <clears throat> what we'll do, yeah, just, like you know, just a bit of a casual chat, and then we'll uh, craft something together, and we'll send it across to you so you can have a listen and say yay or nay or any changes. But I'm sure it'll be perfect, mate. Sure. Cool. Sounds good. So firstly, um, you know, a lot of couples come to us uh, and for whatever reason, they normally choose to, you know, lock the venue, <clears throat> venues in first. Mm-hmm. And then the normal uh, way they go about planning their wedding is, you know, videography, photography, and then they'll, you know, celebrant and uh, and all the rest of it. So they're often asking us, you know, what are your thoughts on the ceremony? What should we be doing? And we have our own views, but, you know, I'm really keen to hear what your thoughts are on, firstly, you know, organising an impactful wedding ceremony. What uh, what do you normally advise your, your couples, Man,
1: I think more than anything these days, ceremonies are drifting away from what it traditionally used to be like. It was a bit more of a tick something off at the start of the day so the couple's married. But these days, I think more than anything, it should set the vibe and set the tone for what the rest of the night's going to be like. Mm. I mean, you would have been to a few ceremonies, a, a, a lot of ceremonies over your time, and, and maybe seen how they've changed. But I think these days people want something that's a bit more relaxed, um, with some humour involved as well, and something that's going to be memorable, something that guests are going to talk about once the ceremony's done and dusted, and they're having a few drinks at the reception, and they're going to be like, you know what, that was that was something different. We really enjoyed that. It wasn't a cut-copy script that I've heard a million times and all those love-lorn cliches you've heard a million times. So I think the best approach is to go in with that mindset that it should yeah. be something to, to set the vibe for the rest of the night.
0: Good one. Mm. And that's potentially, uh, you know, potentially that's more your clientele and that's why they're reaching out to you, you know, because you your approach is very unique. Um, it is very mm-hmm. different uh and perhaps yeah definitely and it's a really good consideration what about more on the you know on the practical side of things are there any you know um, uh, is it the usual um uh, you know bride walking down with her father or we we kind of know the wedding ritual and you know the the rules if you like but um how about breaking them and is that something you have done and do and suggest what are your thoughts there
1: Yes and no. I mean, there's still a lot of those rituals which I still still think they definitely have their place, like the giving away, of the bride or groom, um, readings, um, the asking, all those little bits and pieces. They're stuck around. They're stuck through the years because they're there for a reason. They have impact and they mean a lot to the couples. I think the changing is more in the way the celebrant is presenting the ceremony. So i know from from past and and i could be wrong here but it was more um was more or less about the couple and more about focused on on love and what it means in society and all that sort of thing but i think things are drifting more towards the story of the couple and, and how that can be told in entertaining and occasionally humorous way um but i still think those rituals as we spoke about before there's still a place for those yep. um and there's also room for, for new things and for weddings and ceremonies to evolve which is always exciting as well
0: definitely uh now the big one the mm-hmm. uh <clears throat> the vows yeah so uh, you know what are your i, I re, you know personally as a videographer i really like it when couples write their own vows i think it's a really nice touch uh and mm-hmm. then uh and then when i don't i always wonder why um but i uh, i wonder what your thoughts are on on writing your own personalized vows versus you know not you know using the standard sort of vows so
1: what's your take on that one well, I think the biggest tip to give couples is to not keep your vows too long because it just puts too much pressure on yourself and your partner because you're in the middle of a wedding, your own wedding, and there's so much anxiety and everything else going on at the same time. The last thing you want to be doing is reading from, you know, two pages of of paper um sure. i can understand why some couples don't decide to go with their personalized vows. they might just not like speaking out in front of people it's it's a can be a pretty intimidating thing to do yeah but i think um for the most part as you said before i think having personalized vows is a nice thing and it's a good touch and it's also as we spoke about before one of those rituals that stuck around and, and stuck around for a good reason and i think it's good to in a way challenge yourself as well if, if you are umming and ahhing about doing your personalized vows i reckon go for it but only yeah, need to keep yeah. them to two or three paragraphs and, and keep them maintainable throughout the ceremony yeah definitely i uh,
0: i spoke to a bride recently who was you know, thinking of whether she should or shouldn't, and then she decided that she wouldn't. And it's not because she didn't think it was important, uh, and <clears throat> this was interesting to me because I never thought about it from this perspective, but she said, oh, if I write my own vows, it's going to be way too sentimental and I'm just going to cry all the way through it. And mm. I thought, yeah, you know, that's probably a good reason. If you feel you're going to get overly emotional and, and you don't want to do that, then, uh, you know, don't don't write
1: those personalised vows, you know. At the same time, I don't mind seeing a few tears at a ceremony. That's a nice thing. It just shows how much it means to them too. So ah, there's no shame in crying out in front of people. If you're going to
0: do it, Anthony, you're going to do it at your wedding for sure. So why not? (laughs) It depends what sort of crier you are, mate. (laughs) And if you've got a videography team there, you know what I mean? Yeah, (laughs) I can see why some might hesitate.
1: Yeah, sure. You're going to get some to real close-ups with the makeup dripping and that sort of thing. <laughs> <Yeah>, that's right.
0: <laughs> um, all right, what else have I got here for you, buddy? Um, and you know, likewise vows, and then there's readings. You know, uh, we've heard some cracker readings in the past. Like they don't have to be, you know, overly, uh, you know, sentimental. It could be mm-hmm. all sorts of stuff. What, what, what are your suggestions there?
1: I think uh, do a reading that's in line with that person's sort of values and the way that they are. You can't sort of put on the the worst thing, that not the worst thing, but the the tough thing that can happen if you're doing a reading and someone who doesn't like to speak in front of public and doesn't like to think themselves as very funny, if they try something humorous, it can fall on its face. So if they're more of a sentimental person, go for that more sentimental side. Um, for readings, but it's it's got to be in line with with what the person is. I still like readings yeah, that's true. as well. It breaks up the ceremony as well and um, gets people involved. That's one thing. It's always nice if there's someone that's not quite part of the bridal party. Yeah, that's you right. You can bring someone involved that just missed out, just just was on the cusp. With, um, so bring them off the bench and 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 do a reading. It's a really nice way to bring them into the wedding.
0: Yeah, that's true, isn't it? Mm. And you're absolutely right. Like the reading should be, um, you know, it should be in line with with the couple, and um, you know, I think that's really important. And it's like mm. every decision from the music of the of the ceremony to the readings and the vows, it's got to be true to the couple, and that's very. It's got to be genuine. Yeah, be genuine. absolutely. Yeah, yeah, through, for through. sure. It shines through. Yeah. Um, Okay, now uh, a little bit about you, Paul. I know you've been around for a long time. Um, you know, what I really like about your approach is that, uh, you know, you bring humour into it. And, uh, and I think that's, that's fantastic, mate. So tell me a little bit about, you know, how you got into becoming a celebrant. Was it stand-up comedy first, then the celebrancy, or what, what was the order?
1: Yeah, Anthony, it was. I started doing stand-up, and I couldn't even tell you the reason why I started to do stand-up. I think I just wanted to try something completely different. I did stand-up for a a couple of years and and loved it. It was great, especially when it went well. When it didn't go so well, not so great, but that's that's the the nature of trying to do stand-up comedy. But did that for a couple of years and then started emceeing a lot of friends' weddings, and Uh... they seemed to really enjoy it. Um, I got a good very good friend, Simon Van Dam, who is also a musician, played a lot of the same weddings I did, and he just said, you yeah, know, just just become a celebrant. It's 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 a great thing to do. It you doesn't take off all of your day and it's um it's a massive part of people's weddings and you can play a real genuine part in that. And it just sort of went from there, Anthony. started in around late November two thousand sixteen. Yep. And yeah, it's become a full time job and oh. I, I'm pretty lucky. I, I couldn't be happier doing it. It's, it's a pretty amazing job. So, yeah, a lot of people, I don't know if, if this happens with yourself. Um, a lot of suppliers get wedding fatigue, but two and a half years in or three years in, I haven't really felt that as yet. So
0: it's, it's, it's a pretty great job. Definitely. Definitely. Mm. How do you weave in your comedy with couples? I mean, what's your usual process? That's a good question. Um,
1: I think there's definitely got to be a mix between uh, comedy and sentimentality. So it can't be just going out there and just roasting the couple yeah, <laughs> the whole totally, time of the sermon. Totally yeah, taking
0: the piss. No, you don't want to do that. That's it. Yeah.
1: So each, all of the scripts are different. Each one's personalised. And again, it comes back to that genuineness we talked about before. It's got to be true to the couple and it's got to be something that's true to them and it's going to relay with the rest of the crowd as well. So I'll go back and forth with the couple as many times I like with the script um, to make sure it's all good to go and all great for the day. But it, it can be a careful balance. But I think after 150 odd weddings, it's, it's a balance I've gotten quite used to now. So yeah. Um, yeah, it's just mixing the both is is between sentimentality and comedy is, is really important. Yeah,
0: yeah. And the couple, uh, you know, are quite involved in the whole process, obviously. Is that right? in In developing that? Um, you know, uh, developing the, the ceremony, um, how much input do they get?
1: So you I surprise? give a pa- couple...
0: Sorry, do, do you surprise them with anything on the day? No.
1: <laughs> no, I don't rip out like a song or anything like that halfway through. Yeah, like a, a dance performance. No, it's, <laughs> no, it's. I like to keep it pretty uh, simple and straightforward and predictable um, for the couple. But it, they've got a couple of ways. I offer a couple of ways. So I've got an online ceremony builder where couples can go through everything online and build the structure and a lot of the content for the script.
0: Just hold on, um, sorry, buddy. One second, because this sure. the little beep will be. In the recording, one sec. Okay, go again. So how do you, how how do they give you, how are they involved in the process, uh, Paul? Yeah,
1: there's a couple of options. I've got an online ceremony builder, which they can fill out and go through and pick out the structure and the content and write down how they met and all that sort of thing. Um, That's good in a way. I I like that for couples who are, are quite, live quite a way away, but I prefer to meet up with couples and chat with them about how they met traits and habits and create a story that's fun, humorous, non-cliché as well and, and something that's personalised to both of them. So they do have a pretty, um, a pretty massive saying in what goes in and what doesn't go into a script. Yeah, excellent,
0: excellent. Um, and tell me about, uh, you know, Pimp My Service and, uh, My Celebrant Buddy, which I think are, are really great ideas. Yeah. But tell, tell our audience a little bit about, um, those two, you know, service options, if you like, or whatever sure. you call them. So,
1: Pimp My, uh, my Celebrant thing started a little while ago, um, I'm not exactly sure where it came from, but I thought, you know, i just give couples the option to let me choose, let them choose what they want me to wear for their yeah. ceremony. Yeah, so, never mind. So there's a few, there's a, mostly normal ones on there, maybe a few <laughs> formal ones, a few non-formal ones. Then there's Bogan Classique, um, which is a bit of a, not well, a joke outfit, uh, to be honest, but a few couples have picked it for their ceremony, but didn't, I didn't have enough. I'm wearing it. That's <laughs> basically me in a torn singlet and starting shorts and a cigarette and beer.
0: Uh, yeah, it's brilliant. I have I for anyone who hasn't been on your website and checked out the the video that's on there, they really should. I reckon. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: Um. So what what uh, what would be the typical outfit that your uh, your your couples are choosing you to wear? So it's,
1: it's pretty it's pretty standard. It's usually the vest shirt and tie combo. It's um. There's a couple of outlandish ones. I had a, a couple ones. I say this to a couple of times. I had a couple that wanted me to dress up as a dinosaur oh, and walk down yeah. to the theme of Jurassic
0: Park. So. <laughs> but the options are open, aren't they, Paul? Like, hey, uh, oh, you know.
1: look. yeah, Anthony, if I put it out there, look, I'm willing to do it. So. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I think some of these couples of yours need to uh, need to up the ante a little bit, mate, and um, you know get you wearing some unique stuff for sure. Uh,
1: don't give too many. Any ideas, Anthony? Okay, let's just. <laughs> no, I'm open to anything and everything. It's um, it's all about a, a bit of fun and um, you're yeah, having a good time with it for sure. Yeah, for sure. Um,
0: and also my uh, my celebrant buddy. How does that all work?
1: So basically, I had a lot of couples coming up to me, and they wanted their friend to be the celebrant, but right. they didn't want to pay the you know the two grand and the. the the cert for, certificate for to, to be a celebrant. So yep. it's a service basically where I train that best friend or the grandmother or whatever it is to be the celebrant and I take care of all the legal obligations. And so once that's, that'll all be done before the ceremony, which allows the best friend or whatever celebrant buddy they've chosen to perform a commitment ceremony at their ceremony. Yeah, so no, that's it's, cool. pretty, yeah it's been really good. A lot of couples have jumped on board with it as well, which is great. So um, and I, I really enjoyed doing it. So it's, it's always good to try something new and it, it's, it's taken off pretty well.
0: So yeah, it's, it's a, great. It's a great idea. Definitely. Mm, good on yeah. you. Thanks. Cool. Um, that's probably the end of the recording, Paul. Cool. Uh, no worries. Is there anything else that uh, you think could add value to the bride here, mate? Um, we've covered everything.
1: Choice um, of music,
0: walking down, yeah, we've done all that, haven't we? Pretty much. Music's actually quite a, a big one. Um, mm-hmm. timing of music's really oh, let important. Let me ask like you it. the question. Okay, sure. All right, so Paul, uh, you know, a really uh, important factor, of course, is the um, you know the music for the ceremony, and there's a few mm-hmm. tracks. Um, you know, when the bridal party's walking down, um, usually a song there and into for signing, isn't there? And also walking out. Um, what are your thoughts on that, mate?
1: Yeah, well, I think it's a bit of an underrated aspect of the wedding is the music because it's great for the walk down. That's perfect. It all timing goes well. But then there's times where I'll officially announce that husband and wife, everybody claps and then it can dive into just silence. And it gets a little awkward. So, having that timing of the music to fade in while that's happening and also for the walk down the aisle, I think is really important and adds a little bit, just a little bit of a bit more slickness to the day and it's important. So, that's something I've noticed in weddings that um, is really important to have.
0: Um, yeah, so, sure. yeah, yeah. For sure. And, you know, they need to, I think, really thinking through the, the songs that are important to them and, and actually using them. And as you say, maybe even have a family a family friend who can manage whatever device they're using to play the music and just make sure that they're onto it, you know, is really important for sure.
1: Yeah, 100% for sure. Excellent, Paul. No worries, Anthony. Um, no, I really appreciate uh, having a chat and, yeah, really intrigued to see how it all comes out
0: we'll uh, overlay it with some music and you know spruke it up a little bit. I mean you've got a good you got a good celebrant's voice mate, so we won't have to do very much but um nah, good but we'll email it across to, you, all right? Perfect. Awesome. Thanks again mate. Really appreciate it. No worries. Thanks for your time, Paul. See you. No worries. Bye.
1: See you